Hello and welcome to the American Outlaws Podcast, the soccer podcast where we talk about soccer games and kicking goals, headed goals, kicked goals, thigh goals, Clint Dempsey tummy goals. I'm Corey Donahue with American Outlaws. I'm surrounded by Justin Brunken, who's doing a lot of pointing. Yeah, Justin? I was pointing at my beer. I wanted to get a beer to start this baby off. Welcome, Justin. Welcome, Justin's Thanks, beer. Um, Thanks for being back, Corey. Yeah, man. It's been a while, hasn't it? It has. As Stane once said, I make that joke <laughs> once per podcast. <laughs> once a day, really. Check it off. I don't think I've made that joke since the last podcast. That's not time. true. There's no way that's true. I don't know. We'll check the record. What are you drinking? Bearded Lady from Good People in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, is this is uh, courtesy of World Soccer Shop. They came and visited. Well, they sent this, but they also came and visited us in Lincoln because they're a fantastic partner. That's right. And uh, they do amazing stuff. They gave us a bunch of free jerseys that we're going to hand out randomly in uh, membership kits this year. So look out for that. U.S. jerseys? Yeah. What do you think are the percentage of the... We'll, we'll introduce you in a second. What do you think are the... <laughs> Maybe halfway through. What halfway do you think are the through. percentage of listeners to this podcast who aren't members already, do you think? That aren't members yeah. already? Oh, good point. Well, uh, zero. I guess, I guess you could get that Why jersey. would any non-member listen to us talk? Why does anyone? We are I, I just have a, no idea. Still wondering. I feel like we only do this podcast so people can get to know us and like listen to us, and I don't know why. I honestly think it's mostly because it's therapeutic for us to just bitch about. Oh, hundred percent. This is. I think when this started off, we just wanted to talk about stuff on mics, and then people just started listening. This is a good transition because we have two other folks in the room, both of which I know have listened to the podcast without us even telling them to, which is amazing to me. Is that true? Matt Anderson. From A.O. Lincoln, formerly of A.O. Omaha. Matt used to listen to the podcast, am I correct? What's a good word, gentlemen? Yes, used, I used did. <laughs> we, we talked about this the last time I was on. I used to I used to listen to your the olden episodes, like back, we're going back like in the like, 08, 09. <laughs> uh, can you still download them? I oh, man, that'd be fantastic no, if you could. All of them. You don't want. Did we? No, there's that might have, I mean, somewhere I mean, on the interwebs. I think we should do that. I, I mean, <laughs> in the void. Somewhere, uh, just because. For no other reason, somebody today will say the words Lance Watson, uh, your old, old old friend of the podcast, Lance Wa- Lancey Watson. I what he's doing right now. But, Do yeah, so I remember listening to you guys way back in the day before I even knew you. Matt, welcome to the pod. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a, uh, a friend. Thanks for being a fan. Thank you, Corey. You're very welcome. Uh, also with us is Trevin Worm from A.O. Lincoln. Hello, Trevin. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Yourself? I'm doing great. That's great to hear. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You guys have uh, listened to us bitch about, um, I don't know, everything, not just soccer stuff on the podcast before. Uh, It's the only thing I've ever known you to do. We've we've got (laughs) plenty to bitch about, which is, um, well, we're going to try not to do that on this pod anymore. No. I'm just making that up. I I don't know. We got to get people hyped. We've got a lot to look forward to this year. Finally, is there it something to look forward to? Unless the coronavirus kills As us all. As a men's fan, I guess we've always we last year we had a lot to. Oh, there was a lot going on last year. It was great. And look forward to. I I start sweating just thinking about how important the end of this year is. Honestly, because I can't believe it's coming up. We have six already. hex games before the end of the before the end of uh, twenty twenty. Which I still can't We're gonna get my be, head around. We are going to be well. On our way to whether we qualify or not by the end of this oh, year, which good blows question. my mind. Are we going to be qualified by the end of the year? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Six games Six out, out of ten. Yeah. 
it's gonna no, be close. Well, I mean, okay. We've never qualified with four games. Probably before. not. But let's see what those six games are. I know. Front really again. Depends. Yeah, it kind of depends who we play first. Like if we like open again against Mexico yeah. and then go to San Jose. God help it, us. When is that draw? Do we know? It uh, wouldn't be summer. Till, yeah, I think a lot of it's still based on Nations League. Yep. Which ends in June. I don't think they've got an official date on it, but it'd be like late. They June have announced it, out. but yeah, there's a. Oh, there's a date. It sounds like even U.S. Soccer has a list of venues like ready to go as soon as the draw happens. So that's a first. All yeah. So the fans and us, we're gonna know where we're playing and who we're playing right when the draw is announced, so we can start. Preparing. Where and who? Like yeah. right, right when the draws. Right after. I mean, the 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 field is almost set. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Barring some, I meant like who and where, on. meaning yeah. like who are playing. The at the city, I mean, the hex itself is kind of. You mean the locations that the U.S. are playing in are set? Is that well, what you're no, the me? teams are set, and therefore, no. well, I mean, for for the away locations be set because we always seem right. to play those teams in the same places. Never mind. Cuba. I thought you knew something I didn't know. But like, if uh, I mean, you could. We're I, gonna. I, I guess we could reasonably guess. You can guess some. Half of them, probably, right? Sure. Sure. Based on. I mean, just based on the past and based on KC. Yeah. Think, I think KC will probably Minneapolis. Get one. Minneapolis will probably get one. DC probably. They love. They, 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 they love Columbus. They love Orlando. That's true. They love Columbus. I'll, they I'll, might wait until Columbus gets the new stadium, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say they take Columbus off for this for this cycle. I could, I, maybe maybe we'll be wrong, but I'm Is guessing Columbus getting a new stadium. Yeah. They are, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I believe so. I don't think it's gonna be ready this MLS season. Well, I no. could be wrong, but I mean, it just started, right? It's the the third time I've said <laughs> I could be wrong. It's important to admit our faults. Listen, true. <laughs> we should say that more often, at least me and Corey. If you're an expert, you're probably not on this podcast. <laughs> That's why we have people call in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would be shocked if the Columbus Stadium is ready this season. Have they broken ground on it? There's no way they have, right? I guess I hadn't heard about it. That I don't know. Anyway. One of us could Google, I guess. Has, have they ever played at LAFC's new stadium? No, and I don't... I think the women's team has, but I don't think the men's team has, that, right? Yeah, that's right. I, if they... Well, we don't usually play qualifiers at in LA mm-hmm. anyway for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. So I don't know. I, I, I can't remember. I don't think Concacaf loves putting them there, though. I don't think we've going back at least a few cycles. We haven't had a qualifier at um, in Carson. No. So no, no, we shouldn't. Like the only place we play <laughs> in in that state is San Jose. We had one there last cycle. At, yeah. Um, the, the uh, I almost said the Clash is new stadium. Uh, the other team, Ooh, Earthquakes. Boy. Yeah, <laughs> Clash. What year are you living in, bro? Uh, is Seattle the only? Is that Seattle game against? I think it was Panama. Mm-hmm. Was that the only time they've ever played a qualifier in Seattle? I think I mean, so. In, in 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 the last few cycles, yeah. I remember we had a qualifier in Portland once upon a time. Well, they had but, zero games in the Northwest, right? Yeah. Last year. For any, for either team. Back in the nineties, we had. Oh, a, in the nineties, it was like either a ninety-eight qualifier or maybe an O two qualifier. Where they actually did have one in Portland. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That was back before we, you know, got up for qualifiers and AO existed. What? It, yeah. What is gelled when set or how many people do they fit in gelled when? I don't even. Well, think they just they remodeled it, 18. and I think they added more, didn't they? I don't know much about the remodel. I guess it's. For what stadium? For uh, Portland. Portland. Yeah. Is it not called Gelled Wind anymore? The Providence Park? <laughs> Providence Park. What did I call it? Gelled what? Yeah, that's Gelled the old Wind? name. Oh, that's what it used it to be. It used to be called that. 
When did they change that? <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the, when I went there, it was called Jeldwin. <laughs> the new uh, crew cooler. stadium is under construction, and according oh, to is. the fine folks who edit Wikipedia pages, it's expected the stadium will be ready in summer 2021. There you go. Cool. Let's, let, we can get to the hex a little bit later. That's the biggest thing to look forward to, but you know, if the Olympics happen, the women's team qualified, for the Olympics, I don't think we've done a podcast since then. Yeah, uh, they just eked by. No, they, it was no, a rough did, road, actually, Justin. Because I remember saying we just eked by oh, did qualification. We? Uh, well, I remember laughing at that. Oh my lot. gosh! Yeah, that was a easy tournament, of course. <laughs> Why do you say that? I thought it was a squeaker. <laughs> what was the? Did we add it up? What was it? I mean, it was, it was a lot. Like, it was over the first 20, game. Oh, easily the first two games. For, it was yeah. over. The first game was a little. We didn't play all that great, but then just kind of took it off from there. We still won like three nothing or two nothing, but right? It was, uh, and forgive then me. Then the for next one was like played. ten or yeah, that's <laughs> great. So uh, they booked their ticket. And what did we beat Canada Canada by in the final two or three? Three nothing. Three, I think. Yeah, which always feels good. It was. Yeah, we did it, qualify it, for it the. It still Olympics. wasn't close though. They. I, no, mean, no, I guess the yeah. first half was a little close. They Canada tried to play with us, and then it was nothing after that. Yep. Uh, but Olympics, making history. We could be the first team to ever win back-to-back, the World Cup and then Olympics. That's right. Yep. If the Olympics happen. Right. <laughs> that are is, guys, like, totally up in the air right now uh, with the coronavirus. Are you guys um, enjoying Vladko as president or as coach? <laughs> as coach. <laughs> Um, Can he run in 2020? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I guess I don't know. That's a good point. I guess I, he wasn't born. I don't know what to evaluate much on because well, he hasn't brought in right, any really a ton of new any new players really that haven't seen the field and a new team really and new formations. Really, it's well, like he's kept up the intensity. Though. I'm like they were just wiping the floor with opponents and like you you'd think there'd be a big drop off or somewhat of a drop off, but. There isn't at all. I don't. I'm a firm believer, and if it's not broke, don't fix it. And it's not like there's, of course, going to be some players that are going to have to be cycled out. But we're good. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Brungan unplugged me. If you want me to leave, (laughs) I'd love to. (laughs) Just let me know. That the the only uh, we saw we started to see maybe the 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 question arise: Is Carly Lloyd still you know? I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say, and with all due respect to Carly Lloyd and everything she's done, I think she'll probably go to Tokyo. I don't think she should be a starter. And yeah. I don't think that's a particularly hot take. I think she comes on yeah. as a super sub to just boss the game around. If I agree. We'll be, if, even in any situation, if we're behind or we're trying to keep a, a lead, I think she brings a lot of value to that thing. I don't think she has. She missed opportunities, though, yeah. that she should have finished. And right? you're just uh, talking about her visit to Lincoln when you say that, right? She definitely Speaking missed an opportunity. Speaking of missed opportunity. Big, about opportunity. Having us into the, into the room to listen to her talk. We are uh, turned away at the door because we're so rowdy. No, because it was full, which is a good thing, but it kind of no, sucks. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Carly Lloyd visited Lincoln, Nebraska, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. The, the University of Nebraska brought her in as a, for a Q&A. We couldn't even get in. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we, we were a little late getting to the UNL Student Union, and we were turned away. We were probably, I don't know, about 20 people from the door. And I, you know what? I'm so happy it filled up because I was I'm having a worst case scenario where we go there and like 50 people show up just right. because I don't have any sort of, it's just the four gauge of us. on what 
kind of crowd that seems. But you know what? If if it's between me being in that state, being in that room, and like a yeah. like a ten year old girl fan. who idolizes yeah. her, yeah, that that's hers all day. So I'm selfishly glad. though, so happy. I don't think like we asked her to come to Captain Jack's too to kind of meet some people that may not get into that room that aren't able to get there like yeah, an well, hour before. Like you, <laughs> yeah, like me. Uh, yeah, bummer though. She didn't have time, which sucks. Yeah. I know. I mean, uh, it is what it is. But I would have loved to hear her talk. I think she was selling her book, which I haven't read. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you've read it. I have not. I do know the the newspaper here in Lincoln the next day put out a headline that was like, uh, Carly Dream, Carly Lloyd to the crowd, follow your dreams or something like that. <laughs> follow so your dreams. You know, uh, it seemed uh, pretty motivational. Quite obvious. I tell, but, Corey, I tell okay, Corey that, that every day. So that was a that was a tangent, and obviously Vlatko, who I think is doing, he hasn't done a damn thing wrong yet. And the, we all knew the play, going into the players were huge fans of him, especially the ones who had played for him before in, in WSL. Yeah, but he's still gonna have to find the people to get cut, and we can talk about that in a later podcast because I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that guys, maybe there's gonna be a podcast before August. But uh, if I get what Corey, out, out, if I get Corey me, huh? out of his house, yeah, uh, true. <laughs> yeah. But I I think right now you don't need to throw off the dynamic by introducing a yet a lot of young players Why after not? the Olympic. I don't, I don't well, get it. Okay. So qual- the, a lot of these players, there's some that have, that won the gold medal. What was that in a, uh, did in 2012? Well, the- but a lot of them, when we, we kind of F, you know, crapped the bed in 2016. So let them go out on a high note because then after that, you've got a good chunk of time where there's not a whole lot going on. It's just going to be a lot of our, you know, those pay-in friendlies and the She Believes and all that stuff. We have the April friendlies, too, outside yeah. She Believes. You think he was going to call up some young players then? Like, I'd hope so. They need to have – if they don't get called up then, I mean, what – they're going to be some send-off games if the Olympics sure. happen. Like, but is, send-offs, you, you – When take are they going to get a chance to play? Send-offs, you you take the players that you're taking to Olympics. Like, I know. You're not so when are they going to have a chance to bring in some of these young players? Yeah, I, but I'm, all I'm saying is that – after the that. Olympics are what now? Five months away. Yeah, you'd wait till. Yeah, after. I, we already talked about We're Carly. Find a new person that's going to start from. Well, it's unlikely, right? Yeah, and tell me, uh, as Carly aside, who of these of these these veteran players aren't playing at a high level? I right know now? they're all good, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the toughest <laughs> spot is that they're all still really good. <laughs> yeah, like, no. So maybe after that, then they all that, deserve to that, be on that's the what roster. I'm saying. You've got sure. you got a nice window after the Olympics to experiment. So. Like don't. I wish we had I'm this just saying, like if, with the men's team too. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> Gee, who do we start? They're all so good. Yeah, it's not that. That's not the case. The, the, the like starting line. I was. But they're to, all not injured. I was trying to uh, write down who, if if it were right now, who would start in the World Cup, and like it, it pretty much picks itself. There aren't a lot. There isn't a lot of arguing <laughs> going on if everybody's healthy. Yeah. But I mean, there's a lot of injuries right now. But uh. What do you think the what are the odds that the have they said what are the odds that the Olympics actually happen? Is it like fifty fifty? No, oh, who I knows? Mean, they, they got the, right now the You don't have the, an answer to that? Whether the, they're gonna the, have the, the talking bo- point that I was just reading before we started recording from that IOC member with the wonderful name who I don't wanna repeat. Uh Dick Pound. Um <laughs> his name is Dick Pound. Is that right? Dick it's a family pounds. podcast. That's unfortunate. <laughs> you not go by Richard or Rick. How like, do you got sex, man? But you got to know with a uh, name like that, he's going to be very successful because he has the, to work his ass off to do good things. That's true. <laughs> the 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 
the, the line right now is they're, you know, they're proceeding ahead like it's going to happen. But they've got, I think, they, it said they've got until like May to really make a call on it. So Maybe this is a good time to start finding new hotels because we, we aren't able to have a American Outlaws package or tickets because uh, no hotels are available. Like our travel company that we've been working with was trying to find any sort of company to help us find a block. And there's nothing. I try to look Tokyo? on my own. Yeah, I try to look on my own, just even Marriott Properties. And there was only one that was said not sold out, and it was $700 a night. Oh God. <laughs> you can't find tickets to any game, anything. There's yeah. no way they're all sold out. No. Like, I think they're just, like, blocking off everything, and now people have to wait to the last minute. Like, now they're going to be, like, even if they have the Olympics, they're going to be struggling to have people show up. And now they already screwed themselves because I'm not even planning on going because you can't find a hotel or tickets to anything. Like it's going to be a disaster, I think. There's people who live for that stuff, and I'm not one of them, and I'm not at all judging or anything because look what we do. But they, they, there's people that have had those hotels booked up for years. Or it's or the Olympic Committee just buying the blocks and not mm-hmm. releasing them yet. That's very possible. That's what we that. heard. And, the, and tickets, I mean, yeah, people just buy tickets. Like, I don't care what I go to, diving, badminton, yeah. football. <laughs> I find something about that experience just so overwhelming that I – wouldn't it never really has interested me in going to one even when it's been I'm, i hear great stories from a friend of ours who went when the olympics were in ath in, in georgia in what 96 a lot of booze and philandering but <laughs> but i mean this would be so cool if our u23s make it to the olympics you'd have u.s soccer every single day like pretty much to watch. well every single night oh, in yeah. our case yeah yeah four in the morning it's gonna be an interesting time if we if we both qualify and so sorry, go ahead. When, when I said, go ahead. <laughs> Guys, my daughter was up all night. I'm struggling for energy. I apologize. I'm just off sorry. Go ahead. Let me finish first. Sorry. Go ahead. No, uh, Brunken, when, <laughs> when and how do uh, the men qualify for the Olympics? This uh, Tokyo tournament. Oh, it's coming up. <laughs> how do they qualify? When does it start? When is oh, qualifying? It starts for, this for the month layman? in uh, March. Uh, and the only game that really matters is the first game where we play Costa Rica. And that's on March 20th in Guadalajara. Why is that the only game that matters? Well, because the next two games um, are the Dominican Republic and Mexico, right? And so if we can just finish second in our group, uh, of Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, and Mexico, then we play the second place or the first place of the other division or other group. And so all we have to do is get to the final. Oh, okay. So we don't want to play Mexico uh, or whatever. in the. So if we can just beat Costa Rica and finish second in our group, I think we have a pretty good chance of winning that semifinal, getting to the final in Mexico. Well, if we beat Costa Rica, we'll probably finish first in our group, right? Well, no, because we have Mexico. Mexico's in the group, in too. group too. Oh, but... Yeah. We're, and the the middle one being Dominican Republic, and we're I think we're all giving us a kind of a pass on that one. But the youth teams have often like kind of had Mexico's number is the thing. We're, we shouldn't sell them short on that. Like they, yeah, that that group of players is beating yeah, no. Mexico. I know. I'm not saying we can't beat Mexico. Uh, but, but you're right. I don't disagree that the first one you got to get a W. Yeah. Just to we take have the pressure to, off. We, and, yeah, I was trying to look at the other group. So the other group is Honduras, Canada, El Salvador, and Haiti. Right. And so what a balance. Wow. Yeah. So we got screwed. (laughs) So so did Mexico. So so did Costa Rica. Yeah. But that's like, that's why that first game against Costa Rica matters so much. Because if we lose Costa Rica, then that Mexico game, like we have to win. And then can you imagine like Mexico not going through? I mean, you could, 
Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's I mean, possible. We haven't been there in how many? Eight, 12 years? But just twelve. Ask if we can start off 12? strong Jesus. against Costa Rica, I mean, I think we're in pretty good shape. And that's that uh, 20th uh, in Guadalajara. I mean, there's hardly any interest of people going there. And I don't know how much interest. You know, that's a question I have down uh, for this podcast is, you know, does it matter? <laughs> right? Why do people should care about this qualifying and then even sending a team to the Olympics? I think it really does. Uh, in my experience... Just talking with uh, average sports fans, especially at work, like they're like, when the Olympics come around, they see soccer as part of it, and they're wondering when the when the U.S. plays in it, and for the men's team anyway, and they're like asking me, "How are we not in the Olympics? What happened there?" And it's, I don't know, what's the what's well, the good answer? It's a like, combination of the qualification process, which is mm-hmm. a weird. Odd. Yeah, yeah. It's a little odd on the women's side too, to be fair. Yeah, I. Uh, I do agree that um, having two teams in the Olympics would be huge to get sort of fair weather fans or like fans that just like soccer when it's showing up, get them ready for the hex and that there's soccer right. you know, going on yeah, and, playing in big and get them hyped for what's going on for the World Cup and the qualifying. I would venture to say, and you guys tell me what you think, would we have more viewers for an Oli- or the U.S. in the Olympics or... Uh, a clutch hex World Cup qualifier. Well, the problem with the Olympics, it's just in it's in Japan, so all the games are going to be like middle of the night. Which yeah, this will be a weird one to measure that. Let's by. say because yeah, let's yeah. say theoretically. Get... Say theoretically, it's a Saturday. Both games are Saturday night at seven o'clock. The U.S. is playing in the Olympics, or the U.S. is playing in a must-win hex qualifier. Which one gets more viewers in the United States? Ooh. I'll bet the Olympics. My grandma knows about the Olympics. My grandma does not know about the hex. Exactly. And you can try and explain the hex as many times as you want to the average sports fan, but I don't think they... So how do we get them pumped to watch games in the middle of the night? Or do we like have something as fans to replay them during the day? We've tried that. <laughs> I know. Like, and now, it didn't now, go over very well. Now, now all I can think of is how FIFA that would be if we did have qualific- we did have the hex and the Olympics going at the same time. They wouldn't care. Yeah. They do it. Oh, well, yeah. Doesn't NBC like replay everything like like on Yeah, but they on replay and not on live just to get those viewers in I don't know. Countries, like, I don't know what they do with with the, like things like soccer where it's a 90 minute straight on thing like and some of the other events they can just jump in and out and show highlights of and stuff. But oh, yeah, last right. uh, in 2016, where the hell were the Olympics in 2016? Uh, Rio. <laughs> it was it was Rio. And I remember watching I actually shout out to AO Seattle because I remember watching one of our games up there at, at the Atlantic at, at, at a crossing so um but then that was like just in but the afternoon like the women's the women's the women's games are going to be huge but how do we get people out to watch them like middle of the night live uh, we should it's probably talk right now cj's needs to be yeah <laughs> we should probably talk about that and uh whether we can skirt certain talk laws. to the, uh, the liquor commission and say hey guys <laughs> yeah, mind if we stay open till yeah, like it's four in the morning actually just straight up illegal here isn't it right it might be open the games might be like after 6 a.m some of them probably true. will then it's, then it's fine a lot would be so you just have to really get early morning drinking yeah, then we... <laughs> and then go to work <laughs> we have to go to that age-old question that we ask once every couple of years is how early, how early do you start, start serving alcohol <laughs> so for what it's worth we're talking about how much it matters and whatnot i do have in front of me and maybe we can save this for I'm just spitball no, let's go into it I, I know i have the two the last time the men went the men's uh national team which is in weird terms i'm using quotes marks listeners 
because it's not really the men's national team. It was U23s and some over players. Was the last time we went to it was 08. I have that roster in front of me. Oh, no. This is good. I'm excited for this. Uh, I don't, but maybe we should come back to it because I'm not really sure how to. Do uh, you want me just to read it? Yeah. Yes. All right. Slowly. Give us the highest. This is 2008, the last time we made the Olympics, the yeah. men's team. So it was, there's only 18 players because that's the rules for the Olympics. You can mm-hmm. only have an 18, you can't have 23. And you can only have like three overage players Correct. at that yeah. time, right? Yeah. Um, over 23, right? Well, oh, I'll yeah. just, I'll read the overage players now. Oh, I remember watching Actually, this you know what? I, we I, don't, okay, so see if we can guess the overage player because I think I remember. Okay. Well, there, oh, I'll, Brian I'll, McBride. You're right. Yes. And here's the thing. He's the I only, brought something to this podcast. He's the only yeah. one. You can bring three that are over 23, but you don't have to. Right. Correct. So that time, the head coach, who, for, by the way, was uh, Peter Nowak. What's he doing now? Thank you, Wikipedia, for telling me about Peter Nowak. What is he doing? He right. was most recently What's the he? sporting director of. Oh, my God. Uh, something in is that he was most recently the sporting director of a top flight Polish team. Mm-hmm. Oh. But back to the back to the roster. I knew that. Okay, if. we all could have guessed. Um, <laughs> the keepers were, I assume, Guzan was the starter because the other guy was Chris Seitz, who yeah, apparently is still on the DC. Is still on the. Uh, I remember him. Yeah, he was still yeah. on DC United. He he was. <laughs> Loaned out to Luden United. Uh, Marvel win. I remember him playing qualifiers. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Bob Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Orozco. He scored at the Azteca, so he's forever Love awesome. <laughs> Love it. And a back heel, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Michael Bradley. <laughs> Two feet away from the... I've never heard of him. Is he good? Wait, what? Who's all right? <laughs> Dax McCarty. Marisa Du. Stuart Holden. Here's Love. a bit of... Here's a slightly deep cut of a guy who showed well when he was a kid in this age and never panned out, which was uh, Danny Satella. Oh yeah, I remember. He's a, he had real bad drug problems, didn't he? Didn't he get that's into not, that's not recreational? Let's, let's, <laughs> who am I thinking of? Are you thinking about Santino Caranta? You might be right. I think. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, they both played for DC United. Yeah, he they? only ever had three caps of the senior team. Sorry, go ahead. Charlie Davies, uh, but 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 Benny, Bill Haber. Oh my god! What a roster. A a nineteen. A nineteen-year-old vet by the name of Freddie Adu. Oh baby, Josie. Robbie Rogers, shout out. Michael Parker, Michael Parkhurst, excuse me. Sasha Kleschen. And here is the only guy on this roster that I had. I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Patrick Ayani. How do you spell it? A-I, no, excuse me. I-A-N-N-I. I don't remember that. He played for, he played for the Sounders for four or five years, had 83 appearances with him. Most recently played for Orange County FC. He's, I assume retired or just not playing. He's a defender. I don't forgive me, Seattle fans. I don't remember this guy. Wow. Uh, so that is an interesting. Roster. So here, I'm glad I read guys are still playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I read that because I was, I had in my head that a lot of those guys maybe had not panned out, but we just, Some you know, of them yeah, a lot of them sure. obviously it. did. Mm-hmm. So okay, is that going to translate into this potential roster? So, yeah, I think so because a lot of those guys had good careers. And a lot of the guys that we could potentially call up to go to the, well, let's, they're going to Guadalajara. We still have to, that's getting, I think we'd looked up. It's getting decided on the 10th. So a week from now, plus a few days. Um, a lot of those guys play for some prestigious clubs. And I mean, of course you're going to have some guys that maybe stick around and do great things in Europe. You're going to have some guys that just didn't work out for, and they're going to come back and play for 
the burn. I just said that. Yeah, the, the burn. The burn in the clash. The burn in the clash. Yeah. Jesus, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the mutiny. Uh, maybe even Union Omaha. So hell yeah. So. So I was just Who? looking at this. It says Gio Reyna is on the provisional yeah. roster, but he's but Verhalter also said he's definitely getting called up. In the well, right. Dortmund wouldn't. Re- I, I very much doubt Dortmund would release him to play for in Guadalajara. In Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. So, like, but for, but he has no. Cho- but Dortmund has no choice when it comes to releasing the him. Yeah, yeah the for FIFA, sure. Right. Yeah. So, who are the top players that are eligible to be called in for our Olympic qualifiers? Just off the. The top you know, eligible? Yeah, like who are the who are the real flashy names that that uh, might actually? Flashy. You got this. Well, the captain of the team, by all accounts, if he stays healthy and gets called in, which it sounds like he's going to, is Reggie Cannon, mm-hmm. who has yeah. should, we all I think will agree showed pretty damn well for he's us good, yeah. at right back last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Maybe like I I don't know if I'm Greg Berlhart, so I don't even know what I do with the right back position because he got some choices now all of a sudden for the first time in like forever. Right. But um, he's going, probably be the captain. And then you got guys like uh, Paxton Pomacall, if he stays healthy, I'm knocking on both listeners. And then you got some guys that have been in Europe and kicking around for a while, like Eric Palmer Brown, but Mm -hmm. his career is kind of... Yeah, Vickers, Carter Vickers. Um, He probably... De La Fuente, who's... He's with Barcelona. Yeah. Quote, quote. C- C- sounds like CCV the- is. I'm actually, as I speak this, if I, as long as I spin these rhymes, I'm looking at Brian Scaretta from American Soccer Now. He did a uh, his projection on it. He doesn't think CCV will be released hmm. because he's whatever championship team he's playing wow, for this week. Down. Yeah. He, it, he, <laughs> yeah. He, they're in a relegation battle. Are they? <laughs> so I'm looking. Oh, he, he's got, I don't, I don't want to read off who he's got, but you got like Chris Richards from everybody who he's got rather. Yeah, he's got like Chris Bayern Richards Munich. from Byron yeah. who might get released because it'd be great to see him. Yeah. Play. Because we really haven't seen much of him yet. Conrad De Fuentes and Yanis too. Lot, yeah. Who had a goal for the U S yeah, that was good. a month ago. That was good. Um, Cause that was Ariola who, Basically, let him take the PK in front of his family. He's from LA. Yeah, and yeah, played in Costa Rica. Their f- family came to our tailgate also, too, uh, and they loved it. And you were real was, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you're gonna finish that? <laughs> they <laughs> they were, demanded better food. They were. Amazing. They loved it, but they were such jerks. They're amazing. I guess there's like a video yeah. of them celebrating with the goal, and it was super yeah, there's they were like crying, and it was very sweet. They're awesome. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to get I like to see him uh, play more. I know Jackson Yules as well is like. Uh, possible. There's like people that have a ton of caps, like Mahalovich too. Does he a ton? have a ton? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how many? Three. What's a ton? Three. I, I'm looking okay. as far as <laughs> this year. As far as guys on this list who have <laughs> multiple caps, more than one, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got Jackson Ewell, who's going to probably be the defensive mid, and I'm that's fine. He's great. He'll, he'll hold that down well at the U23 level. Okay. Jonathan Lewis is on there. He's got a few caps now. Sam Vines started for us. A ton. Fuse a ton. In my <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Sam Sam Vines started back against Costa Rica in, in, in uh, Feb- on the on the March or the February friendly. I already said Reggie Cannon and Soto. I'm excited to see him play more. He probably he probably won't get released either. He also isn't really playing a lot right now. I don't think. Yeah, I haven't followed him uh, much, but I liked what I saw in the World Cup when he played, for sure. Paul McCall's the one I want to see play more because he got. There was a lot of a lot of people were clamoring for him to get called up last year, and I think it was a combination of maybe a few injuries combined with Dallas not wanting to part with him during the playoff battle, and then combined with just Greg Berhalter's 
roster choices. So hopefully he just got back on the field, and I'm hoping he can be healthy enough to play in Guadalajara later this month. I have another embarrassing question. Is Greg Berhalter the coach of this team? (laughs) (laughs) Who invites this guy? Yes. Do you know the answer to that question? Yeah. Uh, For the U23? Yeah. Jason Christ. Jason Christ. Sorry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't know. Oh. So get off No, my I ass. did. I didn't know why the heck you were asking that question all of a sudden. So we're I, talking I, about I didn't know who the coach was. Oh, I thought you were. Uh... <laughs> Jason Christ, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He, was one of the, he was one of the few youth coaches that's like stuck around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty. Does he live in Chicago? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. He lives in a U.S. soccer housing and not U.S. soccer house, U.S. soccer housing <laughs> yeah. in, in Chicago. On the in a shed on the right. premises of the old yeah. U.S. soccer okay. house. It's a good it's a good roster, but let's I got to see him on the field so what they can do. And... All these games are basically like midday game or midweek games, not midday mm-hmm. midweek games. Why are people need to like get out and watch these games? Well, we just every elaborate. game is midweek. We just elaborated that a lot of these players will turn out to be key players in our in our setup for ten years, maybe. I mean, you mentioned Josie and Michael Bradley and a bunch of players who played in the Olympics eight years ago, and yeah. they they've largely defined us for the last eight years or so. So, I mean, you'll get to see some players who are going to be around for a long time. Like I said, the Olympics really does like penetrate into the average sports fan so like i think these olympic games outside of world cup games are probably the most widely viewed games the u.s will play in the next four years when you when you say what else oh, absolutely what else do we yeah. play in that's bigger I, yeah. I don't know of anything and it's not like outside of a few positions there's a lot of like on, on the senior team when they're healthy well that's another we'll get to that here in a bit i think but a lot not like there's a whole lot of positions locked down you know if Jesus Ferreira, for example, and comes in and lights it up in Guadalajara. I sure give him a shot at the nine for the senior team, right? I mean, who, who, we don't really. Who's showing? Yeah, what are we? I mean, better than him do. right now. Josie can stay healthy, great, but Josie's getting older. Um, Josh Sargent, God bless him, isn't playing right now. Isn't playing well. Zardes is is Zardes. I got a Josh Sargent. Justin just showed his right uh, Sargent jersey. Yeah, it's a big reveal for the Shouts podcast. Shouts out to here. Yank Threads for. Actually, putting the sergeant's name and numbers on the back, you found like Yank the actual threads. like Werder Bremen number. Well, <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, they didn't actually have a sergeant jersey in Germany when I went there with the name huh, on the back. I know, odd. It's ridiculous. Um, I was just thinking too, in terms Maybe of like that's why he's playing so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Sorry, he's just not getting enough fan support. Um, just in terms of like why these games are important to watch is just like the continued rebuild that we're going through right now. Um, from the men's side anyway, of not qualifying for the last World Cup. And and this kind of gives you some kind of progress or a measuring stick to see where our youth development is at, what's coming up next, and if U.S. soccer has taken any steps to like help people develop and get better and actually... Progressing. Right. Because, to, to, I mean, we haven't qualified for the Olympics for a while. You know, when you think about that, it makes sense that we didn't qualify for the World Cup. Yeah. Um, I'm tr- it, it can be a good indicator. You're right. Um, yeah. Well, I'm trying to think how the last real quick, and I know we're trying to move on eight years ago was when, uh, who was, was it Sean Johnson let the ball in right at the last second? Oh, was that, was that Nashville? Sean or in Nashville? Or it was yeah. him or Hamid. It was, it was Sean Johnson. Wasn't I, guess, yeah, Bill would, Bill would I remember that specifically. Yeah. I, was I that remember game. I was too. I, I think I was watching that at CJ's. 
That was horrible. In and then Nashville, I remember. Just right at, at the last last minute of the game. LP Field yeah. or whatever it's called now. Yep. And then, so that was eight years ago. What happened four years ago? I don't remember. Did they we, went to a playoff, didn't they? Mm, I remember because yes. it was it was the same. Wasn't it the same exact night as the whatever the hell they called it? The playoff we played against Mexico to go to the Confederations Cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I remember that day because we played. Yeah, we, Cup. The, it was we, the same Nebraska day. played. Forgive us, Nebraska yeah, fans Wisconsin talking. We played oh, yeah. Wisconsin that yeah. day. Lost that to them. Game. Yeah. Lost to Mexico on a thunderbolt of a goal and like added time. Right. In that yeah. Game. yeah. For the honor of going to the Confederations Cup. Remember that thing? Yeah, uh, and then late, and then the late game was, I think we played Columbia. It was like we were in some oh, sort of playoff right. thing. Yeah. Ooh, I do right. remember that. Just didn't pull it off. Mm-mm. So, man. No. This kid's smart. Like a yeah. computer. So, we're going to take a quick break but march 20th is the first game of the olympic qualifying for the men's we play costa rica that's less than three weeks we away, Justin. do not have too many people going to these games and going to guadalajara so if you are going props and congrats we'll have your back we'll help you out find some people place to have you guys meet up but we're probably not going to be there but we're going to be at our chapter bars all around the country to watch that uh, at least we will be able to watch in the future team. Do you have a time on that? That's right. I don't have a time in front of me. Uh, we'll, we'll have that after the break. Teaser. Teaser. Come All right, we'll be right that. back. American Outlaws podcast. Corey Donhu, this is the soccer podcast. But you know that because you've been listening to 38 minutes of Pure Bliss. Mm-hmm. Joined by Justin Brunken, Trevin Worm, and some guy whose mind is like a computer. <laughs> this is not Bill Curtin. Bobby Fisher. Matt um, hey, shout out Justin. to the spreadsheet, though, by the way. That's great. We, I'm sure we've shouted out that in the podcast yeah, before. Okay. Billy. Follow follow at Yanks Abroad on Twitter. There's a lot of good like new stuff with Bill, like the Scuffed podcast. They do a fantastic job. Yeah, Total Soccer Show. Check them all out. Anyways, check out every forward. podcast that's out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. Great plug, Corey. <laughs> Especially cereal. a lot of good stuff out there. Read every book and check out every book. Uh, Justin, we we haven't really talked about the She Believes Cup. The U.S. women's national team, currently one of the better teams in the world, I think. Uh, Best team, yeah. <laughs> but not defending She Believes champions. So that's got that going for us. Let's reclaim the title that we invented. I remember everyone was freaking out last She Believes, like, oh my gosh, I don't think, well, maybe it was just me and a few others, but like thinking like from our results with England and France that, oh my God, we're in trouble for the World Cup. Yeah, I think that, well, I think a lot of people thought that. Didn't England uh, win the last She Believes? Yes. Yes. And they are good. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're getting good. better. Oh, yeah. And no. we arguably took us to the wire. I mean, we barely... That was probably our closest game in the World Cup, wasn't it? That was or, a really yeah. good game. I yeah. guess France, maybe, but... France and England were two of the best games was a really good game. Yeah. Luckily, we don't have France, which is surprising because... Um, they don't have. They can't. They they're not even qualified for, the, for Olympics. the Olympics. I know. Why would they not even See want ya. to be in this tournament? Just play some of the best teams in the world. Well, maybe we didn't invite them because they're not going to the Olympics. That's that's what I was going to ask. Is that is that wah, why wah. they're not in the She Believes? I have no year? idea. It doesn't I, make any sense. 
Like, I don't know. It does make sense, kind of. Well, Spain's not in the Olympics. They're not? Are they? I don't know. No, they didn't finish. Because like, the, the it Euro qualifying was the top. Was the top so European... it was uh, Netherlands, mm-hmm. England. Mm-hmm. We beat Spain in the sixteen in the round of 16. And right. Sweden, maybe. Is that right? Germany. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was Sweden. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Crazy, because it's Germany and France not in it. And I don't think Spain is either, because we beat Spain right away. That's right, so they're definitely not. So but, we beat them in the knockout round. But uh, we do play England again right in a couple away. days. Yeah, in a couple days. They might in be Orlando, out for blood. Right? And you play also Japan, who's hosting, which uh, I think they are put all their eggs in the basket to, to win the Olympics, by the way. Is that right? I think so. By that, do yeah, you especially mean, being at home, like it's. Do you mean steroids, or what are we talking? I thought they brought a young team to the World Cup, knowing that they may not be the best team that they could bring, but so they can get them experience to lead really? into the Olympics. Yeah, that's kind of brilliant. That's what someone was telling me. Because they they were good, they just weren't like polished, like you, in the World Cup, and so yeah, they weren't as good as they usually are. I think this there's gonna be two good games, and she believes it's the first one, March 5th in Orlando against England, which they're good and they're getting better, like. They can compete with uh, U.S. Uh, oh, definitely. That that World Cup game, like I said, was like one of my, you know, watching it. Captain Jacks was one of the best ones of the summer. Yeah. Um, Spain, they are they're okay, but they, they, played, they us. played us well. Yeah, they played like, us. That was tough. a nerve wracking. That was a chippy game. Nerve wracking. I oh, think yeah. Rapino got a PK, and mm-hmm. it was eventually two nothing. Right. Uh-huh. I don't have the score in front of me, but uh, right. <clears throat> but oh my gosh, yeah, that was nerve wracking. But we're better than them. It shouldn't be too mm-hmm. bad. Uh, but then you got Japan. Uh, so Spain games in Harrison, New Jersey. That our section sold out. Excellent. Um, Red Bull Arena, and then uh, the last one versus Japan is in uh, Frisco, Dallas, Texas. I'm going to be at that one. So I'm, I'm looking at uh, England's roster right now, and they got Lucy Bronze is not playing. She has a calf injury. She's the one with the glasses. No, that's that's Ellen White. And does anybody else? You know what? I'm glad we can have villains in the women's game because that, <laughs> yeah, that I feel like that's the. That, that thing is just silly to me. I don't know why she does that. And she might have a good reason for it. I don't care. I don't know. It just looks <laughs> stupid to me. And she thought she scored. What happened? In, Against like, us? Yeah, she was, and, and, and she was, was offsides. Offside. Somebody was. Yeah. And she didn't take the PK, I don't think, if memory serves. Oh, the one what that, a save. Alyssa Nahor. Uh, Woo! That, that was one of the biggest Ice moments. cold. Uh, one of the biggest moments of the cup. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. Biggest moments of my life. Oh my god! Let me let me lay this out for you, and you can tell me if this isn't a great idea. Uh, if we qualify for the 2022 World Cup, should we just put out a bunch of 16 year olds in preparation for the 26 World Cup? <laughs> just why did, you, why did you just shift to the men's game flawlessly? Because when you said that thing wow. about Japan, I was like, oh, we should do that. I'm just kidding. Let's let's do one step at a time. We got to qualify, and yeah, that's one reason why the hex is. I know we're getting away from the women's. Sorry, I, game, I took a big but swing. But like, that's why the hex matters so much. This year is so big. This is the last hex that matters, and it's a, probably last hex ever. It's probably the last yeah. ever hex. And yep. so we need. We know that we have an opportunity not to qualify <laughs> based on last World Cup. Oh, I know. This is absolutely huge, and if you're not on board, God, get on board. This is a big year, the biggest. Speaking of the hex. Uh, can I transition into my little thing here? Are we already done with the women's team? Uh, well, we went through the games. Got it. All right, go. <laughs> you got more on it? Just go to your chapter no, bars. Go. go. There's still tickets available for Orlando and uh, Frisco. 
And um, first game is March fifth, or uh, Thursday. We need more people. Yeah, I mean uh, the sections are you know three hundred for some. Orlando not that big, which is surprising. I think uh, I think they may have their home opener at that uh, point around there. Um, and they always have games in Orlando, but so maybe that's a problem. I mean, if you're not planning or in proximity of Orlando, Harrison or Frisco, just find ways to get your get people down to your bars. These games are all at decent times and good competition, and it's good competition, and it's the team that we all you know got pretty familiar with last uh, summer. Yeah, where we all I don't know about you guys, but I know AO Lincoln. The crowds just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and yeah, the sections at women's games title. are just becoming more and more fun. Like people. All right. Sometimes it's their first time in a AO section at the women's games, and they're just want to just try stuff and just have fun. And it's like not for know, me. The drums ruin it for me. <laughs> oh yeah, that was no, that was gonna be my <laughs> dang it. That was like gonna be my something that can be that bring us all together. Oh, I'll sorry. come back oh, to okay. that. That's yeah, fine. No worries. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Later. <laughs> um, yeah, get to these games for sure. Uh, first one March fifth. It's coming up next week in Orlando. Will this pod even be out by that? Be honest. (laughs) For me, how long I can edit. Depends on how many edits I have, Corey. Happy St. Patrick's Day to those of you listening. (laughs) I I believe myself. You ready? Uh, Bring it. uh, I I thought this would be a good uh, venue to go through the member survey results of those first few questions. The first question we asked AO members at the end of the year. Where do you predict the U.S. men's national team will finish the hexagonal round of qualifying for Qatar 2022? Like, in what place, one through six, do you think we'll finish? Was the majority probably second, right? Is that your guess as well? I would also guess second. That's correct. Forty. But what do you think, Corey? I think second is probably a good guess. I Actually, (laughs) if I I had to put my house on it, I'd say third. Just because I'm a pessimistic guy yeah but as long as we're in the what top four i don't give a shit <laughs> uh 42 percent of american outlaws thought we would finish second eight percent of us are very optimistic that we're going to win the group 30 mm, percent of people thought we'd get love third it. and 10 12 percent thought we'd get fourth who will score the most goals for the men's team in 2020 Justin, who's your guest? Is that a write-in thing? I can't remember. Were there options? Oh, no, I read every play. I no went through idea. and wrote every single play. If they're healthy been... or not. Uh, Didn't you guys talk about this on a podcast? To be, it has to be Pulisic because he's going to be playing a, like the March friendlies. Yeah. Probably get caught up uh, if he's healthy. Uh, uh. If he's healthy. Hope so. Hopefully we're presenting him a trophy. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> Where else are we going to see him? Uh uh, Nations League would probably uh, get called up and then all the qualifiers at the end of the year. It has to be like probably Pulisic. Unless Josie Plus is healthy and who else are we going to bring in that's going to take over that front spot? Jazzy Zardes? Zardes was the... He had the most goals last year. I'm just You're saying. thinking about it from a very uh, good position, but also yeah, the right. just a better <laughs> soccer player than all the other players on the team. <laughs> yeah, 50% of uh, AO people think Christian Pulisic will score the most goals for the men. Same question for the women. Who do you think for the women will score the most goals? It's hard because Alex Morgan is out a large portion of the year yeah, uh, yeah. having a child. Carly Lloyd's uh, on the wrong side of 30. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Press, maybe. Tobin Heath. This is my new character. Questioning This one's hard. I, didn't we talk about this last podcast too? And we just couldn't figure uh, it out. Oh, did we? Carly's a safe. I think we talked about it. I wouldn't bet against Carly, obviously. 
Just because she finds ways to score. American Kristen Press. Kristen Press is a good look. Okay. Well, there you go. Twenty-eight percent. Wait, uh, what was the AO one? Uh, Carly Lloyd. AO thinks Carly Lloyd. Twenty-eight percent of people think Carly Lloyd. Just after her nice. is Alex Morgan. Just after her is. Uh, do they Megan know what's Rapino. happening to Alex Morgan? <laughs> well, she says she's going to be back human. for the Olympics, and then you have all the games after that. That's so. true. All the all the victory tour ones. Oh uh, yeah, I suppose they will have a. Yeah, of course they sure. will. Yeah, maybe they'll win two tour. games, five nil back to back, and she'll score all five. You know. Yeah. Last year. Carly Lloyd had 16 goals. Alex Morgan had nine. Megan Rapinoe had nine. Tobin Heath had seven. Chris and Press had five. Megan Rapinoe's goals, a lot of those, half of those were PKs probably. I feel like Carly Lloyd, how many of those, only like one of those came, two of those came in the World Cup. Off the top of my head. I don't remember. I think, yeah, I think she only, I, she only had two or three tops. Wasn't it in that first game? Yeah, she's, she I had she one against. The first game is Thailand and then it's I Chile, want. right? You know who I yeah. want to be the leading scorer? I was at both those games. Right this now. year is Rose Lavelle. That's who I want yeah. to be leading scorer. I don't know if I want uh, like a what, – what does Rose play for us? The eight? Yeah. For what you want to call it. Tacky like man. I don't know if I really want her to necessarily be our leading scorer. I know. I, from I, I, a I just, tactical I, standpoint. But. I feel like she's just genuinely just – Number one in our Her hearts. celebrations are just – She's such a good generally player. Generally just ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> I love, love Rose. She's I fantastic. My favorite player on the team. Oh, well, Brunken, do you want to announce that th- those were kind of the only ones I wanted to hit on from the member survey? Do you want to announce the uh, men's and women's player of the year? Another or? reason to come to Orlando versus England is we will be presenting the player of the year trophy voted on Woo! by fans. The only player of the year trophy voted on by fans. Fans like me? Fans, fans like, like Trevin, you. Matt, <laughs> all of you out there. If you took the survey. <laughs> oh, I did. did. Why don't you did? Yeah. Was Megan Rapino? Woo! Woo! Uh, so um, in one of the trainings, uh, I'm not sure uh, Brian knows which training. We, we'll probably announce this, so hopefully like people can join and take a look. But we're presenting the American Outlaws custom-made trophy, new this year, made by Chris Donahue, Corey's brother. Amazing job. Are you all looking at me? Yeah, he <laughs> yes. did good. This is. Uh, I think for, we're waiting for you to say he did a great job or something. He, yeah, like he Chris, didn't. He job. doesn't, Chris. Note that, Chris. Respond to my goddamn text. <laughs> this is Megan. <laughs> this is Megan Rapino's first. First. Ayo. Yeah. It's it's and very, of all of all the tro- around. Actually. Of all the trophies she won in the last year, this is the one she cares about. Oh, she told me. Hundred percent. It's right. gonna be the center of her mantle. To. Uh, I was pretty happy when we presented it to uh, Julia Ertz once. She did say she was going to put it on her mantle in front of the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, are you <laughs> listening? I hope it's on there. Zach, so that please was, confirm. That was awesome. But uh, it was really cool because, you know, the women's team, all the players so far really cared, and they've been very gracious of this of this trophy for sure. Uh, Julia Ertz actually did a, a very specific member meetup to present the trophy at the Chapter Bar in Chicago. That was really cool. Yeah. Well, that's um, I think, or did you announce the men's? Oh, uh, the men's. Uh, we uh, hopefully we can do another podcast before then. I don't know if we want to announce that yet, but I'm guessing everyone can guess who that is. Jazzy uh, uh, Zardes, <laughs> come on down. You're the next. Uh, you could argue that Zardes or Jordan Morris uh, should you know get what? that trophy. Zardes deserves something. He scored no, he's, a he's, he's a, he's a good soldier. Right. Let's. Yeah, we, we all get our Zardes on, but like. He's, you can't he's dislike awesome. he's good, him he's as a, a person. He's a great guy. He's a nice dude. Yeah, yeah. 
There's a quote from Burhalter about Zardes that I need to find if I can find it quickly. Well, enough. I'll wait. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to find it soon. Enough. What are you guys uh, doing after this? <laughs> <laughs> right, well, go we're ahead. going to watch our go Nebraska ahead. basketball team try to break a 13 game losing streak. So that Hell should be pretty yeah. fun. Not last. We are not last. Baby. We are playing the last place team, so we have a chance. Right. Uh, thank God for Northwestern. That's Oof. a little saying we have around here. Thank God for Northwestern. <laughs> Every day I wake up, thank God for Northwestern. We do have some uh, European friendlies for the men coming up that are going to be fun. We play the Netherlands and Wales coming up here a couple weeks. Yes, yes, the deadline for tickets have passed, unfortunately, but there's still a way to get there. We have a good crew. I, have I think in Netherlands, if you went to the Wales, there's went still to Wales, a way to get, get there. Yeah, we can help oh, people sure. find ways to get to these games. Like shipping container? Like, what are we talking about? Uh, <laughs> I don't, well, it's not that hard to get to Cardiff. Like... It's not that hard to get to kind Amsterdam. Of it's hard if I can to make get to a Cardiff, hacky joke. I feel, oh, yeah, we've actually found that out. It's like there's did we did we look this one time at the bar? Like there aren't any direct flights. No, you have to go to London. Yeah, to go Even London. from Lincoln? And not from Lincoln. Lincoln a hard to train. But we're gonna be there, obviously, American Outlaws. At every game, at least the senior level. We will not be in Guadalajara, sorry. <laughs> but we'll uh be at those games in Eindhoven mm-hmm. uh coming up, which oh, is Oh, it's in Eindhoven, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. We're flying into Brussels, I think, and well, training it there. Justin Brunken will be there, but a lot of players you may be familiar with may not be. Hmm, Are we a favorite true. in that Wales game? No. <laughs> oh, well, the you Wales know what? Game? While, while we were talking, I looked I to see know. if Gareth Bale I'm seriously was, asking. I don't, I don't know. know. Gareth Probably Bale not. is healthy right now. He was out for a bit, but I'm looking. Even it looks if like he's, he's going to play. Even if he plays, he's not going to. He's going to phone it in for a friendly. So. so I, I, I don't know. Are we? Well, let are me we, see our roster, first of all. They're ranked ahead of us, aren't they? In the Probably. people ranking? Yeah, I think they are. Those are two big days, by the way. Because on the 26th of March 26th, we play the Netherlands and we play Mexico in the last group game mm-hmm. of the Olympic Ooh. qualifying. Ooh. And the 30th, when we play Wales, is a semi that we have to win to qualify for the Olympics. Ooh. Same day. I'm going to wow. be in uh, Nashville on that Wales game. So are you? come to the Nashville bar and you'll see me. Hey, on Nashville, you can <laughs> you'll find recognize that on this our website. Voice. Me sitting uh, by myself at a bar in Nashville. What's the brewery called? Uh, I forget it off the top of my head. But There's a truck on the logo. I know yeah. that. Look for the, somewhere on look Broadway. Look for the brewery with the truck on the logo. It's, it's, you it's, won't miss it. If, if it's located in the bachelorette party capital of the known universe. Yeah. is all I remember. If you see a guy sitting by himself wearing an AO Lincoln jersey, come say hi, and I'll also give you a hello. Just make sure you don't get run over by one of those biking patio bars, because those things are... It's one of the few things I can ever. outrun. I do love Virus Nashville. in Nashville. <laughs> They used to always have hex games in Nashville too. Mm. Be surprised. I'd be surprised if they had it but, there again. Back to, are we a favorite against Wales? I let me see our roster first. Right. Which right now, no. Hard sorry, to say, but hard like to say we're a favorite that game against was, many. So <laughs> that yeah, we're going down the road of everybody is injured. It seems like, and that sucks. But at the same time, if I'm gonna put a bit of a bright layer, like a, a silver lining on it, it's not a bad time to have a lot of guys. The season's winding down. We're not. We, we don't have a from a national team standpoint. Obviously, like we're not. Talk right in that mic, would you? We're we don't have <laughs> even this one. Yeah, yeah. All right, we don't have That's anybody. Too That's too loud. Oh, so don't t- don't kidding. talk right into that mic, would you? <laughs> like, I, I'd rather guys. Second half I'd rather us check. be rash with like riddled with injuries now versus like. September. Oh yeah, definitely. So hopefully yeah. everybody can get it sorted out. Is Pulisic going to be back? Shortly, right? He's he's supposed he to this week. My he was supposed to be back weeks ago. From what I paid, like the level that I pay attention on, which isn't Tyler Adams was supposed most, to be back but, too, but he was out still for the injury with the mm-hmm. roster. Today. Yeah, and Tim, Tim Wade just but got he just, injured. Yeah, Did Tim he? Wade was just, well. He was he sent a picture sucked. of himself in the hospital mm-hmm. after his uh, operation, and uh, but uh, 
well, Tyler Adams, not to just a tangent, like he just signed it with uh, Leipzig till 2025. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Zach, St- Zach Stebbins not playing. I don't know who the hell goes in the between the in the goal for us against Holland. Probably Sean John. Sean John. If they bring him over. Because, I mean, I, it, who else is playing in Europe? I mean, Ethan Horvath is still over there, but I don't think he's playing much. Who's the one that said they're is the it? best keepers at Hamid? That was Bill Hamid, yeah. Yeah, Bill Hamid. He thinks he's the best Bill keeper Hamid's right also now like for the age. national team. Bill Hamid can so. <laughs> say that all he wants. Uh, is is Leipzig, aren't they really, really good this year? Yeah, they're second at the moment yeah. in league. Right. Uh, they tied today against uh, Leverkusen, Bayer Leverkusen, I believe. Yeah, yeah but... Munich, everyone's freaking out about Munich. I don't want to get into European leagues Too or anything like that. But they're oh, freaking that out about Bayern Munich, but now they're up top. Right. And they're up like well, three points on – or two or three points on Leipzig. So. We all knew it was going to happen. Hey, Brock, I got to go. <laughs> Can you guys bring it home without me? I, I told you I had to leave by 2.10, and it's already too late. Guys, I'm having the time of my life, so time is just flying. Corey, Can you're you bring ditching it home on us. Me? I really have to go. I have to take my daughter, my parents, before this basketball shit show. <laughs> what are yeah. your priorities? Uh, I mean, with your daughter. I'm kidding. That's fine, Corey. We can do this without you. Get I'm, out I'm of here. I'm very little. Get out of here. Get out of here. We got this, Corey. Who else, who else would have had the courage to ask who's the coach of the U23 team? <laughs> I had to uh, speak for the everyman. Thank you. Well, you're thanks, guys. You're I, on thin ice getting invited back to this, Corey. I don't know why you called me in the first place. Thanks, guys. Uh, thanks, AO World. I'll uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Corey. Bye, Corey. This is how we do it, guys. Yeah. We we schedule things and have people leave in the middle of the podcast. Okay. It's it's uh, it's great. No um, one's listening at this point. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still listening. I'll see you at the b-ball game, Corey. See you guys. So, uh, what happened last time we played the Netherlands away? Hmm? Oh God, that game was Bobby Wood, baby. That game was a narcotic. That was so fun. Do you think we're going to have... Hey, it wasn't just Bobby Wood. Is anybody, did anybody, has anybody gone back and watched the highlights from that game? Oh, no. Not I'd love while. to. I need that on okay. like a bad day. It, it features the following goals on our part. I think I think we were at one point we were down 3-1, to one, and then we came back to 1-4-3. to three. But so I remember our first goal was our boy Giazzi's first ever goal for the U.S. national team. Sorry, everybody. Justin almost just beheaded himself. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Giazzi got his first ever goal. And then I remember I this my my favorite kind of goal, it was John Brooks, and he didn't even score off a set piece. He just followed the play from like midfield and like finished off like a sitter that was just squared right to him. And it's just like, well, yeah, I'm just gonna go with the ball if nobody else is gonna come with me because this was a while back. The Dutch still hadn't figured out defense. This right. is what, 20, 2015. <laughs> now they have because they have Virgil van Dyke and stuff, but right. And then Danny Williams. Remember Danny Williams? He's playing in I Cyprus do. now, by the way. Cyprus? Yeah. Oh, good for good him. For him. I'd, I'd play. Raise your hand if you'd play first division ball in Cyprus. I'd play no, not? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he had like a thunderbolt. No, I chose Lincoln to play in Lincoln. In and then, and then yeah, that, and then we had Bobby Wood, who back then, this is like Bobby. Oh, yeah. See, dude. Yeah. This is one of Bobby's like first. It wasn't his first cap, I know. But it was kind of like, I remember he was always on the periphery. You'd be like. Like back with like I look at like the ASN top 100. And it's like who the hell is Bobby Wood? Who's this like Hawaiian kid who's playing in Germany? What the heck is his story? Mm. Then he gets called in, and he gets in like a late sub, and he had like a another one of those like squared into him. He could like all due respect to Bobby Wood, any of us could have scored that one. And I remember like Mix was with, uh, with him on the field, and if he hadn't been there, Mix would have easily finished it too because the Dutch just didn't want to play defense at, at that point. 
So it was like maybe one of the most fun friendlies I can recall. Those those two friendlies I look back on and some one of my best like experiences because I remember watching the Netherlands game at home. I think the Germany game was right after. Yeah. And I went to the Germany game in uh, Cologne, I think, is where it was. Sure. And uh, and we won that game too. And it was like, oh, we're we're taking the turn. We're gonna be the best yep. team in the world. And, you, and, and who, who won the Germany game too? I mean, who won the Germany game for us? Um, I don't know who. Bobby Wood. Yeah, oh I was yeah, say, it's also right. Bobby Wood. <laughs> that's when we thought he was gonna be the next. I still like Bobby Wood, but man, he's struggling it. right now. I I'm watched that game at Barrett's. I freaked out, and then I got in a car and drove north because I was going to the Win- the, the U.S. Sweden game, the Women's World Cup in Winnipeg later that week. It was a good day. Actually, I remember that Netherlands game. Um, I was at Captain Jack's in the afternoon to watch that because it's the summer and I'm a teacher and I have a summer. Wait, hold job. on a second. Corey, can you bring me another beer? Me too. Um, anyway. <laughs> and uh, speaking of Corey, he came to the bar to watch the game like two hours later or three hours later after work. And I stuck around because I was like, oh, I'll just see what Corey thinks about to this game. To watch the replay? Yeah. Because <laughs> they replayed it. And he was like, don't tell me what happens. Yeah, get us beers. Corey voice. Um, Half my job is to ruin Corey's games. Oh, yeah. And results because like, I, I always text like, oh, my gosh, this happened. <laughs> I remember when Bobby Wood scored the last goal in the Netherlands game. He like picked up a stool and... <laughs> Uh, it was it was, a, it was a good environment. It was a lot of fun. So I'm excited for these European friendlies. They're some of my favorites. Hopefully um, these will be as fun. But I'm hoping to be I, there. I'll be yeah. bringing my drum. Uh, well, renting drums there, and I think the section is going to be a lot of fun. I mean, we might have close to 100 in uh, Eindhoven. I don't know what uh, Cardiff. Thanks, is, buddy. I don't know what Cardiff is going to be, uh, but we're going to have a good crowd there. I'm excited. Wait, I'm telling you, for all the fans out there, if you have a chance to get to an away game, they are the best games you can get to to support it's like the people you meet there will be your friends forever the atmosphere is just no one holds back they're just Mm -hmm. when you're traveling you don't hold back on anything you just go crazy and everyone is having a blast and getting loud and you meet new people you meet away fans you get go to a new uh country i'm telling you well either for away games in the hex away games for friendlies get to them they're amazing and you're also a lot of us you know i i just spend some time in in Holland or in Wales just to spend some time. So you got that going for it too. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to figuring out what the roster is going to be for that, uh, how we look with the roster we have. Um, I'll do a shout out to our friends at Scuffed. They did a nice breakdown last week of who they think we're going to send to Guadalajara hmm. and who we think we're going to send. Go through it real quick. I, or no. I don't have it up. I, give, me I, a, I, give me your thoughts real quick. I did. I love. I love scuffed. I, I think they do a great job. I, 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 you know what? Like as far as who's going to the, the, the to the friendlies in Europe, it's still very wait and see. Because I mean, we got to make the call here in the next couple of weeks. Obviously, Greg's got to figure mm-hmm. out who he's going to bring into camp. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, do you, so there's the guys that might be injured or they might not. You got Pulisic. You got uh, Tyler Adams. I don't think Zach Steffen is probably going to be ready to go by then. And if, if he was, I don't think that Dusseldorf wants to release him. So I'm guessing, yeah, we'll bring in like a Sean John to, to keep that game. But then you're going to have guys who are, knock on wood, healthy right now who probably will show up, like John Brooks will probably be there. Um, Miazga's healthy again. Is he? Okay, okay. we had well, that conversation already. But, uh, <laughs> I saw something. Yes. I mean, uh, Yedlin is healthy, I said. Yedlin, I think he's healthy. I like Yedlin, but I don't know. He's I think he's losing his spot at Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah, but he can play. But sensibly, he's healthy. He can play, so let's mm. just assume he probably goes to those games. Uh, I, You know, it's funny. I'm 
forgetting about the highlight of our men's team from last year, who I just almost like take for granted now, and that's Serginio Dest. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah Dest will. Uh, by all, yeah, by all will. accounts, will be there because he's been healthy and he's been playing. Yeah, for he'll Ajax, be there and for sure. I don't, he's like, the, I don't know if he plays on the left or the right. I don't so really good. care, frankly. He is so good. How did we forget about him? He is mm-hmm. so good. And I can't. And sorry, scuffed guys. I can't remember who else you thought was going to probably come over for that one, because. A lot, like a lot of obviously, a lot of those guys like Paul McCall and Jackson Ewell, like at the six, they're probably going to play over in uh, in Guadalajara. Mm-hmm. So, um, who am I forgetting off the top of my head? Uh, yeah, I, sorry. <laughs> Dwayne Holmes. Do you talk about J- him? Dwayne Holmes is hurt. Yeah, he's very hurt. Yeah, he's he's out for the season. Yeah, way is too. Sergeant a bummer. He's out for the whole season. They, if they might call in Sergeant just because the options are limited. McKenney will be there probably. Love Sergeant. I'm representing you right now. <laughs> Weston, I assume, will show up because he's healthy right now. As long now. as he doesn't get hurt. Oh, one one that we have confirmed that you know again knocking on wood for the injury gods here, but uh, Gio Reyna, yeah, Greg Berhalter is already. He's said, looking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't want to. He's gonna have to deal with Pulisic comparisons for the next month or year or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. They obviously play a similar position. They have different games, but mm-hmm. I I can't really. It seems like such a long time ago that Pulisic was breaking out of Dortmund and was like what two years, like <laughs> yeah. God. And I it, but I I kind of feel like he's started out on a maybe a slightly higher note than Pulisic did at that point. Mm-hmm. Maybe he hasn't know. broken into the lineup yet, and he probably won't this year. I mean, there's a probably a non-zero possibility Jaden Sancho will not be at Dortmund come fall. So, so you could break in that way. So if, if there's a reason to get back involved in being a fan in American outlaws, and if you're not a member, become a member, help support what we do and try to get to all the games. Uh, we're at every single game. Uh, we have so much going on in March. What do we got going on, man? We got, she believes Olympic qualifying for the men's, the Netherlands and Wales games. That's so many games. One, two, three, Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten games. That's insane. That's All in March. Silly. Just in March? Got a couple of women's friendlies in April, which you can get tickets right now, too, and join, I believe. Yes. I go to theamericanallies.com. Uh, Cleveland and San Jose. Okay. Uh, we play Brazil and Australia. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me which city is each. Which Sounds right, right. I can't tell you. They're both solid teams to prepare us uh, for the Olympics <laughs> as well. Too. I did see that we have committed to later this year, further down the road, we've committed to like a home and home with Australia. Yeah. Uh, no, we're right? we're playing in Australia next year. Is that next year? I yeah, thought that was this like, fall. We are playing Australia for this time. Yeah. Uh, in either Cleveland or San Jose, I'm sure I can. No, like later this year. I thought I know the. No, Australian... I think it's next year. Okay. Well, it's rare for the. Uh, women to play a friendly abroad it seems like anymore so well, we play australia in salt lake oh salt lake city i'm an idiot salt lake city <laughs> and uh it's brazil and san jose talking. and brazil and san jose i don't know what i'm thinking cleveland for it's probably another game coming up then i'm just leaked <laughs> whoa yeah most likely there are only so many <laughs> cities to choose from it's no big deal <clears throat> um yeah because you got nations league coming up too oh my gosh but no one's really excited about Nations League, I don't think. Uh, are you? Are you guys excited <laughs> about Nations League? Yeah. Are you? I mean, it'll mm. be fun. There, it's somewhat meaningful soccer Is to watch, it? so it's yeah. It'll be a nice window, I guess, maybe into what 
Berhalter's thinking because that'll be in the off season, so we won't have to deal with teams not releasing players. He I mean, can we'll pretty much have his choice of who he wants, and yeah, well, we play Honduras first. Yep, in Houston, and then that eh, doesn't matter. I don't care. <laughs> and you you then, heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Carlos Cordero, are you listening? <laughs> it's Concacaf, man. Yeah. It's uh, and then they hopefully will have a competitive game against Mexico. Which yeah. sure, why not? Because we should beat Honduras. Because they looked, they have been looking horrible lately. Somebody had to get second place on the other side so yeah they have been looking horrible uh so hopefully but if we lose that one and don't make it to the final can't imagine um so there's a lot coming up super excited you need to get excited now get on board um let's do some quick hot takes uh <laughs> the new jerseys matt this is all you quick uh, I like the the home jersey. It's that plain white. You know what? As long as I, I'm still one of those guys that feels the need to wear something underneath a white jersey. Uh, otherwise, it gets a little gross. But I like it fine. I can wear it to work. The blue one, I, I gave these guys my takes on it first. Like the, the, the line from U.S. Soccer was something along the lines of like an abstract take on the state borders. Uh, listeners, I have a bachelor's degree in geography that I'm not really doing much with these days, but there's abstract mapping doesn't really exist. It's just, you, you could add an opportunity. We were talking about this earlier, like have like one Jersey for each of the 50 States that has some sort of like, like fade into like a border that you can obviously recognize. Cause we all know what the shades are. I at least like to think most of us know. You sound what like US soccer right now, trying to justify like whatever is right. going on with that blue Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, what do we do with this? Like the texture looks kind of cool, but like, it, it just reminded me, and I, I, I think some people in the in the soccer media world thought this too, like, it looks like, like Niagara and Buffalo, like there's the island there, and it's just like, what the heck is that on a jersey? And I thought it looked kind of silly when it came out, and then they've, I know they've been doing some photos for the for the She Believes Cups of the, the women's team wearing them. should be wearing them for the She Believes. Yeah, and yes. they just, they look, I'm, I'm just, I, I don't have, get too offended or have hot jersey takes, but I'm, I'm not going to be buying one. That's what I really rate it by, is like, would I buy that or would I not, and I'm going to probably pass on the the away one this cycle. See, I'm a sucker. I'll buy them all. This doesn't matter. It just sucks. But <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll probably buy the white one. Uh, the blue one, I'll see. I'll have to wait and see how a few games go with it. Maybe if it's bringing us some luck while they're wearing it, I'll think about it. But You got to you gotta think, though. Like They have – that has to be available. I mean, the, the line forever, and I'm sure it might have been surpassed by now, but that was the, was the bomb pop was like the biggest selling jersey of all time. And that was a stat that I heard, but that not even heard in years. So maybe one of the other ones has since overtaken it. But like, I think that's gotta be a pretty good indicator of like how popular a Jersey was, was obviously like, if we're not selling a bunch of them, then get rid of mm-hmm. them. You know? Right. I agree. Like, pretty, I'm like, they're jerseys. I still I don't s- get I, the blue, uh, the white one's fine. I don't get the blue one. Their streetwear that I saw looks amazing. I still see like the, the red star effect away one from last year. You can find one of those on sale at any Dick's Sporting Goods right now. I almost guarantee it. Some of them have Pulisic with three stars. Yeah, too, I don't so know. Look out for those at Dick's Sporting Goods. That's, that's a, a thing. I don't right. know why Nike. Look out for those. That's weird. That one yeah. out. That's not. Cool. They're still not on sale. I've been waiting for them to go on sale. Uh, as much as I love Pulisic, he doesn't deserve three stars. He hasn't, won, he hasn't won three World Cups yet on his jersey. You got to earn those three stars. And then actually four stars. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's four now. Yeah, that's right. And then. Uh, Justin, before we were talking about the the whole states branding, now that some Nike's been kind of going with too, and I'm kind of interested to see if Nike tries to take that anywhere, or if this is just kind of limited to these. Uh, they had such an opportunity with that. 
They they are going to take they, it somewhere. Mm-hmm. States. I I like that. Yeah. Wish I would have had that, and we had a bunch of states. States. Apparel. I'm just know. saying, like, think of what AO. We do our own thing, of course. We've got yeah. chapter shirts and everything, so you can be like, oh, hey, that guy's from Nashville, or hey, that guy's from Omaha. Hey, do you know Gary from Omaha? Hey, what's up? Oh, Gary's a great guy. Cool. Let's go have a beer. But like, with the jerseys, you just kind of blend in. They would have. They could have an oppor- They could have had an opportunity to, you know, make those be unique and be like, oh, hey, more fans from Nebraska or Delaware or Montana. Do you, <laughs> well. do you see South Korea's jerseys and like Nigerian flames? Jerseys? Absolute awesome. flames! So cool. You can't have stuff like that. Oh I'm, actually, I'm, I'm so mad that my um, my Fulbright thing to Korea might be postponed because I might not be able to get one of those jerseys this year. Oh yeah, that's a bummer. That's not the yeah. only reason I'm mad, but unfortunately, like I mean, that's a big topic we don't need to get into right now. But the right. whole coronavirus and if mm-hmm. even some of these games will even happen that we've talked about the Olympics, the right. European friendlies uh, that we have coming up in March. Like, who knows what happens? So, uh, you can get some cheap flights right now, but be careful, everyone. <laughs> Stay <laughs> safe the out there. Stay healthy for sure. Uh, next hot take Nations League, real quick. What do you think of it? Uh, if we beat Honduras and play Mexico well, then whatever. Like, right now, Mexico's got our number, and that's kind of just the Like, we're going to play them in the hex again, and frankly probably the last hex that'll matter if at, at all so like or hex period and that game might be in september it might be next year and that's what really matters but because we both know that mexico and the uh and the and we are going into that hex so mm-hmm. i think both teams are kind of treating it the same way where it's like you know you always get up for mexico but at the same time like yeah <laughs> yeah and i mean any any competitive game against mexico is a good one just in terms of seeing where we're at, seeing what we need to do, um, especially one like this where it's not as high stakes as, as hex qualifying, um, so we can we can kind of experiment a little bit more. So that's fun. Um, the other games, the Nations League, it's it, it goes know. back to the Nations League just in general because remember where we were all were, what it's kind of it's only been what not even five months when we lost to Canada. And we were thought the world was coming down. Oh and my god! The like, internet and, and fans. Yeah, thought, and uh, and we weren't happy either. Let's be honest. But right. like, we well, all we want to see is progress, and that's still the case for me. Yeah. It's like I just I that's don't. A good way to put we it. don't have to beat Mexico. To see progress. But like I, I want to see us playing more cohesively. Sure. And like playing better, not having a lot of like weak spots in the field. I want to see a plan. Like we, like I think Burhalter may have shown in the more recent matches that he's happy to go against what is you know his previous tactical all i want is a win against mexico in the hex at home and just take some points away in mexico city that's all i want that's all i want for the american dream that's all i want for 2020 if we play them right away actually i don't know if i want to play them right away Uh, i'll wait a bit that's fine no no hot take ticket prices oh baby where do you want me to start Uh, all right that's enough (laughs) (laughs) too damn hot they are too high. Uh, we're working on that, by the way, with American Outlaws. We're trying to uh, uh, help and figure that out as we move forward with uh, U.S. soccer. I didn't need you guys to answer that. I there's know a, there's a lot of factors at play there. I, I think they should be more affordable. And it, co- and it comes with um, the game, like the L.A. game. The uh, We played Costa Rica, what, a month ago today? And that had lousy attendance, and it's just and, – and I, I know that this, the answer isn't as simple as, like, why don't you donate those tickets to, like, some youth groups? And get people to show up that way, 
And I'm 1000% on board with that. But at the same time, I think there's probably some, you know, mechanisms at play that make that not just that simple. So I'd love to, we're working on a way to uh, give out a bunch of free tickets to uh, um, random membership kits too. So we're going to have some like, you know, like how do we, what does random mean? Like what are the <laughs> disclaimers of I think random means Megan uh, is Megan's great, but she always like, I always like, Oh, we'll have this idea. Let's give us some free tickets. Like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Yeah. What are the terms? Right. <laughs> you know, your friends, the people that you like <laughs> Megan's great, but <laughs> just come out of your mouth. No, she's fantastic. But no, she's very, she looks, she looks after like, uh, making sure we do things right. Hey, hey, I have, l- I have l- crazy, l- I have crazy ideas. <laughs> she's like, Whoa, hold up. Hey, Wait. just listeners on the off chances is your first ever American outlaws <laughs> podcast. He's referring to his wife right now. So yeah, we should probably clarify. I want to put that's that on famous. the record. <laughs> she's lovely. I love her. She's a good lady. Um, all right. Uh, we're getting to the end. I, uh, I have a, a question. I have a couple questions. Um, Hopefully more positive ones. So like what is something that, you know, happened recently that can unite all U.S. fans? You know, our, our brands unite in strength. And what is something that can unite unite us all? Something that can unite us? Or something yeah, that something you've oh. read and read or happened. Hmm. Defined recently. <laughs> Doesn't Whatever. Because we Last all we, we saw a lot of <laughs> I saw a lot of positive things happen as a result of the World Cup victory, which mm-hmm. is only what now eight months ago? Yeah. Six months ago, seven or eight months ago. Uh I mean I'm I stayed here for that one. I was holding it down at Captain Jack's, but we had a lot of like, huge turnouts of people that I don't see too often otherwise, like some uh, like acquaintances that are mm-hmm. into it. But like I'd like to have continued to see them more since then. Cause I'll, I'll just, I'll cop to saying like our attendance at captain Jack's. And I know that a lot of chapters are having the attendance, uh, fluctuations across the country. Like I, and I don't have the easy answer to that, but I think it's just like, you know, talking to people who come and like thanking them for showing up and being like, maybe I'm offering to buy them a beer. You don't have to like do all sorts of incentives, like a free keg every time, but like, make them feel very welcome and not just like we're like a clickish group and bring them in and maybe they'll, that'll be the, 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 the thing that gets them to come back. We've had that come kind of come recently at Lincoln too, actually. Hmm. Like we've had these, these groups of younger people have even come in just to come to watch the games and I'm sure we'll see them on Thursday at CJ's. Yeah, we need that for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we can bring more people together Mm -hmm. to watch at uh, bars or in the stands. Ugh. I had one complaint uh, recently, so this is my Unite thing. Yes. Grinding my gears. We got a we got an email uh, from someone that was like complaining to us, like, the drums in the section for the U.S. Women's National Team games are ruining my experience mm. <laughs> for the women's team. And uh, I would vehemently disagree. Right. And the players also disagree, and they've told me that. And it's like I think the drums and, and really creating that atmosphere in the women's team has really like brought uh, a ton of people together in these cities. And and I'm a drummer. I take that personal. And when there's good drums in a section, it is like it makes sections fun. Do you guys disagree, or am I just being biased no, I, because I'm a drummer and I don't want people talking uh, that whatever I may do. I don't think I was at that game when he was complaining, but like Justin, you're the heartbeat of our session. <laughs> That's all I was asking Absolutely. for yeah, is yeah. just like co- uh, Justin, compliments. You're great, there. man. It's really the only reason I brought this up. I mean, I know there's a lot of you out there that have differing opinions on chance and stuff. And 
I'm of I'm of the school where it's like we don't have to be going all like we don't have to be singing the whole '90s. Sometimes we can, we can take a break. We can find reasons to be creative. We don't need to force out like an I believe or a everywhere I agree. we go. Mm-hmm. I agree. Let it just like, flow. Let it happen. Like, and and it's it's difficult. I mean, we're not the same as like other club teams out there because we have a lot of people that you know this could be their first cap with the uh, the national team. It could mm-hmm. be their uh, they could be from a different city that's not used to other people in that city have that their own traditions and whatnot. Right. And, uh, how to get everyone together is always a struggle every game. But, you know, I think drums and, and like other people that understand all that can help lead the section and make it like super, at least more cohesive. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just remember seeing that and like, it was all on our, on our like message boards of like, right now, <laughs> Justin, what silly. did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Justin. No, because especially I think for the for the women's team too, I think it is it adds to the legitimacy of it and it adds to like the the atmosphere and making making it a lot more engaging for people that yeah, are there for the first time. Um, I think it sounds weird on TV if y'all aren't doing that. So right, you definitely you definitely want that on TV too because it just creates that atmosphere for people to go, oh wow, it looks like they're having a lot of fun. Like there's drumming and and some chanting and dancing. Like that'd be super fun to go to. Um, so yeah, I definitely think the. Let the drums continue in 2020, my oh, friend. Great. All right. Next question. Uh, we only have one more because we're like already at an hour 20, and I don't know how many people would want to listen to us this long. Uh, what is something that is underrated that you think recently? It's going to be a little longer now while I think about an answer to that question. Guys, this is radio underrated. podcast. <laughs> Silence. So I can't isn't just like, good. stare off at the wall. Mm. What is something that people aren't paying attention to right now that they need to? That's a very good question. And I'm going to add more time to my answer by restating the question as uh, something that I think people should be paying more attention to or something. Or, um, this is a very esoteric <laughs> answer. Trevin's yeah. a teacher, by the way. He's very... Right. <laughs> uh, so I can I can fill time. Um, but I think that, that like last year created so much positive energy, like, especially with how things were going, you know, think about the previous few years uh, from the men's side, I think there was a lot of negativity and a lot of, um, doubt, um, just on that perspective. And I think the women winning the world cup and kind of the way that the men's team ended last year and it's kind of started this year, created a lot of positive momentum. Um, and just for myself personally, like I feel a little bit better about watching games and better about, um, I feel like they're more worth my time now because, you know, you, you get, I think you do get down on, on the team sometimes and that's okay. That's not like a unnatural thing to have happen, but, um, you know, just being able to see what happened in the women's world cup, um, seeing these last few men's friendlies and, and other things that have been going on. It's, there's a lot of positive momentum. And I think that, um, even with all the injuries, it's going to be interesting to see where, see where this team goes this year and who kind of breaks through. Um, and I think there's been some p- good thought pieces on like who's going to break through this year, but I bet it's going to be someone that surprises all of us. <laughs> I All I was going to say is a lot of the vitriol we, we know goes back to social media and not necessarily just random people that are, you know, just spewing how much they hate things, but like even people in the media, there are some soccer personalities that I follow that sometimes have a tendency to be a bit cynical and negative. And it's just like, okay, great. If you want to have that opinion, fine, but it doesn't necessarily reflect everybody. And I think we all agree that, you know, we sometimes even, even now, like we have kind of this 
I wouldn't say a running joke, but like we, we say things about Giazzi, but I go back and say like Giazzi's artist is bio. He's, he's a great guy. He's, he's a, he's a soldier. He comes to play, he gives it out. And if he scores with his head, who cares? He scores. Whatever this forehead that is, or his face. What did he score with last year? I think his uh, face. Yeah. One of his, his eyes, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, like, just don't don't be a dick that's to like, the guys we want people to turn out to. That's show, a good like, point. To, that is yeah. very underrated. Like when I had conversations with Burhalter, I did an interview, which is actually on the podcast that you can listen to. Uh, uh, interview with uh, Burhalter, uh, Brian Ramiti, and Ernie Stewart. Uh, he was saying like, it's underrated that these players are listening to fans online. Like they're listening to us and they know what people are saying. They, which has a lot of power for fans, but at the same time, it's like, watch, you know, what you do and be honest. Like these people are, yeah, Zardes, yeah, might not be uh, the best player, but he's playing with grit. He's playing hard. He's, he's there for the team and it's not his fault that he gets called in. And, uh, cause when he does get called in and gets start, he's going to play his ass off no matter right. what you think his skill level is. And he does. And, um, there's a lot of players out there and they are listening and that's a good thing. We can be a uh, positive or negative and be loud and we can make a difference. And I, I feel like that is like something that we I mean, don't think about a lot for sure. Yeah, we've got a big voice that we could use and that'd be, it's good to remember that. But we were at kind of the we were in the doldrums last fall. Like things were pretty dark, and I know. right now it seems like as it stands, maybe things are on the up and up. And we got it. Obviously, that is settled on the field. And if we don't show up on the field, then yeah, we're gonna have to go back to being a little bit critical and voicing our opinions. But right now, let's just get behind the team because. We're there to make our opinions known if it makes sense, and we need to do it, and we have for sure. We had statements ready after the Canada game. That's right. And we I told them how we thought. We have advocacy. We're doing interviews. We're sending. We did that survey with all our members. We gave them all your thoughts. They are looking. They are making changes, honestly, uh, in U.S. soccer. Yeah, they can. Uh, they have some shit still. Oh, absolutely. They are uh, making some changes as we go forward. Uh, March is a big month. Uh, make sure that you look at the calendar on our website, theamericanallies.com. You can get tickets for most of the games uh, still. Uh, get to a game. Get to your chapter bar. Follow along. Um, but don't play drums. Drums are bad. They, uh, they ruin, they ruin games. Uh, don't do that. Um, and this could be absolutely amazing. Uh, we have one podcast that was just put out with uh, Donald Wine uh, about Black History Month and had a roundtable with... Uh, couple of our uh black uh chapter leaders um wonderful listen yeah you yeah. have to listen to it a perspective that you need to listen to uh something that we can't contribute a ton to uh, but definitely be aware and uh you know it's pretty uh it can be you know you probably hear about everything in europe and everything right now but there's stuff that happens here in the states um as well and um take a take a gander at it and uh, it's on our podcast as well too as long as those as well as those interviews with burhalter ernie stewart and uh, Brian Ramini. We're looking at getting more with Kate, uh, Brian McBride, and Vlatko. See what they're all thinking about and what their uh, Ooh, future yeah. is. Um, hopefully we can get those figured out maybe in She Believes or uh, in the April uh, friendlies coming up. Uh, anything else to add? I don't think so. Your excitement level for March coming up. Oh, there's 10 games. I'm at a 10 out of 10. He's at a 10. <laughs> Matt? Well, in terms of my attendance at CJ's, I might be more like a, an 8 out of 10, but I'm going to be there. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm a ten. Out, I'm a ten out of ten. That's I'm always right, a ten, I'm always a ten out of ten. Even Absolutely. last year, I'm a ten out of ten. Let's go. Uh, well, this is Justin Brunken. Corey, you there? Corey. Oh, uh, sorry. We Corey. gotta talk about kicking goals and uh, uh, the no. head feet. I have a baby. <laughs> Whatever. Uh. Corey is not here to do the call off. Did I do my so stain joke Justin yet? Brunken, Trevin, and Matt. Uh, thanks for joining us for another podcast. Thanks. Uh, hopefully, we can get Trevin or. <laughs> We can get Corey back in. We'll definitely get Trevin well, back thanks, in. Well, thanks. He's always available. Thanks, man. <laughs> hey. Until next time, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Thanks.